Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today we are going to talk about the 2021 movie Raya and the Dragon. Uh, I keep saying that. It's Raya and the Last Dragon. I don't know why I just have decided that it's not important that that's the last dragon, but I have. (laughs) My name is Sarah. I am the mom of a seven and a half year old. And I am Briar Harvey. I am the mom of an adult and an 11-year-old and a 5-year-old. They all they all enjoyed this movie when we first watched it the first mm-hmm. time. But we, because we paid Disney money for it, right? It was... Did you have to pay? No, I think because it was in the theater it came out um, when it was available it was just available. It wasn't, didn't do that thing where it... Uh, no, see, no. I remember paying you, okay. extra money I believe to Ra- you. Rhea okay. at the same time as the theatrical release. I would, I mean, I believe you. <laughs> I so, don't remember how this all played out. Well, and um, we've been trying to find, like, good numbers and shit, but there's not. So, that... Well, one thing that I found interesting was... Okay, so we were talking about this released March 5th of 2021, which was uh-huh. basically just the very beginning of people going back to theaters again. Um, but grown-ups could be vaccinated, maybe not completely by that point. No, because I got, I got vaccinated early, and I this was the first movie I went and saw in the theater, and I saw it, I want to say, it was, like, exactly when I could see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so it would have been right at the beginning of people being vaccinated and going back into theaters and stuff. It looks like it was the same weekend that New York City reopened its movie theaters. Um, and it was only projected to gross between six and seven million dollars in its opening weekend, which is it's, it's a bananas low <laughs> number that like they went into it like, well, yeah, we're only going to make six to seven million dollars on this Disney movie. For reference, Top Gun 2, which recently came out, did a little over 180 mm-hmm. million on opening weekend. And that was low for pre-pandemic standards mm-hmm. but booming for post-pandemic right. numbers. Right. So I feel like in the history books this movie should have a little asterisk. <laughs> well, right, because its total box office was 130 million. So and it sad. actually and it did better than they expected it to because it was only projected to grow 6 and 7 million. It made 2.5 million on its first day and then 8.3 million in its first weekend which was like way above what they expected right mm-hmm. so and it's just funny to speak in these numbers and have it be like <laughs> I'm, I'm sure like the people in the offices who handle the money things for companies were probably like I can't believe I'm saying these numbers and I'm excited well, about them right I mean and thank god it's Disney right mm-hmm. because <sighs> It's it's just kind of a drop in the bucket. If this had been a smaller studio, this would have been a studio ender. Yeah, yeah. So I do see that it was available to rent same day, which is why it was twenty nine 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 to rent believe- it on. Well, and my math at the time, 
was there are five of us. Yeah. To pay to go and see it in the theater, mm-hmm. plus concessions, right. would still be more than mm-hmm. $30. And I didn't have to risk my children getting exposed yeah. to COVID. So... Yeah. On, no, it makes sense. A complete, it completely makes sense. On March fifth, two thousand twenty-one, it was a perfectly sound yes. financial decision. However, again, I cannot find the Disney internals on what they made no. from the thirty-dollar is... rental, which I feel like should be factored into the box office. Because, but you'll never know. But we'll never, never know. know. Never Nobody know. Nobody will ever tell you. No, because. Hollywood, Hollywood math, math has its own thing. Um, so I found it interesting that this has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, which that's pretty high. It is. It is it's pretty, pretty high. high. Again, so I was looking at some of the other ones that we are going to be reviewing in this sequence. The Mitchells is at 97%, which absolutely deserves that. But Sing 2 was pretty high. Like I'm I feel like I'm surprised by that. Uh, me too. So <laughs> I am I'm feeling like what we're actually at here is it was 2021. There was a dearth of high quality entertainment. We were starved for anything good. And so when something remotely good came out, we were like, "It's great. I love it. It's entertainment." Mm-hmm. Well, it's tied. Well, it's tied for number ten on Rotten Tomato for percentage um, fresh of mm-hmm. all Disney movies. So it's at ninety three percent. It's tied for number ten at along with The Lion King, The Little Mermaid, Lady and the Tramp, and it's above Encanto. And I can't. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. So, not that this movie was bad. I mean, I really want to be very clear about that. I don't think this movie was bad, but I don't... I really like this movie. I I don't... But this movie has some issues. Sure. But I really like the movie. But, I mean, and and, and let's be honest, Aquafina nails this dragon. Like, she does make this movie. Yeah. No, I feel like uh, Kelly Marie Tran does a really good job uh-huh. at Raya. Uh-huh. Um, I like I'm I'm really strictly on acting alone. I think all of the voice actors did a great job. This, this cast was incredible, absolutely incredible. There was some people were were upset because this movie takes place in like fictional Southeast Africa. Asia, uh-huh. and um, there isn't enough Southeast Asian representation in the cast. Well, and we just covered that in our last episode with the movie about a Chinese goddess who mm-hmm. is mostly played by Korean actors. Mm-hmm. And so this one, it it covers uh, like a lot of different yes. countries, um, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just looking at what's listed for each of these actors as, you know, like, because they're all, for the most part, I think they may all be Asian American. Oh, uh, yes, so I'm sure. they, you know, it's, it, their parents came from wherever, and a lot of them were, like, at least the first three I looked through, 
Kelly Marie Tran, Aquafina, and Isaac Wong were all they're children of parents from two different countries. Mm. So I don't know, and I—I I mean, I can't. I I really am terrible at geography, in particular. <laughs> Well, this area of the world because we just don't learn it. We don't learn it. We've talked about this before. And there does seem to be this weird kind of racism to the... Well, we got it. We got close enough. They're mm-hmm. Asian. It's good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, at least, at the very least, this movie, in comparison to Over the Moon seems to cover a wider amount of the world and its actors. <laughs> like they're not like they're they're from more varied locales, I suppose. What, which I could reason so and I think that it in this movie I'm mm-hmm. actually okay with it. I know. Because mm-hmm. this world is entirely fictional. Right. Is it a fictional Asia? Absolutely. Yeah. But does that matter as much when we are very clearly in a fictional post-apocalyptic world? Right. Eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I mean, I, I I can only speak to this as like a white lady. I don't know. Right. Like, I don't is, have the Asian experience to this like... This is not my culture, but yeah. what I understand is that there are Deep resentments sure. and cultural barriers between many Asian cultures. Yeah. And so, you know, it's fine. It's, it's not fine. for me to talk to. It's, it's, um, but, but Alan Tudyk is in it. Well, I mean, <laughs> is he not just the best voice actor for animals that make random yelling noises? I, I... Yeah. Yeah, I just love that I, there's, like, an interview with him where I think it was, I think the interview was from Moana, where he's talking because he plays the chicken Right, <laughs> Moana. right. And he's like, I went to Juilliard. <laughs> I went to Juilliard. And now this is what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, and I, I think he that wouldn't he, keep he has doing to it love if he it. didn't enjoy it. He has to love it. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, really, Alan is a fantastic actor yeah and he is acting right now um gosh i'd have to look up the name of the show because it's not coming to me but it's um resident alien on sci-fi channel i haven't seen it okay it's i I think it's season two right now is he is he a human? In oh no, it? Oh, he's no, a robot. He's a, he, no, he's an, an alien. alien. But he's—is he like he is an alien in makeup, or is he voicing an alien? No, he is an alien in Alan Tudyk's body, okay. pretending okay. to be his meat suit, right? Okay. okay. So, gotcha. Because he also has been playing a lot of robots lately. He has. He has. Again, he went to Juilliard, but yeah. I feel like he must love the 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 yelling animals because he keeps you know signing up for those. It's a paycheck. I mean, no. <laughs> I think I think that's how he gets the kids. Gets them yeah. to like him young, you know, with the screaming right. chicken. But like even at the very like at the- you don't have to even justify it to me. No. It's a paycheck and it's no. probably not a hard one to earn. 
now that he has like put his time in and he is the guy who plays the animal right i mean i'm I'm... he's also in encanto he's the toucan right of course he plays iago in the live action aladdin Uh uh-huh um yeah he's a robot i mean iago at least talks right yeah yeah and he's duke weselton weselton from weselton weselton (laughs) (laughs) anyway anyway let's talk about the movie (laughs) so i really we've had a good fair few of these movies lately where we haven't had to deal with a romance i'm always about Mm -hmm. that i love that there's nothing not, not not even a hint of a thing. single thing in this movie at all. Like, They're... not even, I mean, it would have been so easy to go with, like, a, a similar story to, like, um, Brave, where, uh-huh. you know, but it, it, well, that is part of the story, it's really not the story, right? Uh-huh. But it was still in there, right? It's not even in here in this one. No. I love it. No, I was, I was quite pleased with that. And Rhea kicks ass. Like, yeah, that's, and so I think that we get a good look at what Disney was trying to do with an alternate world, Mm -hmm. right? They, they don't normally play outside of the bounds of planet earth not in their animation i don't feel like this is any further from being earth like than any of the other imagined were like kingdoms i think this is this this is as much southeast asia as um frozen is norway you know like it's it's not and I think that they made an effort. The animation is great. It is. I, I was very taken with Raya's fur. Raya or the or, not, Sisu? <laughs> Sisu's fur. But very their t- hair was really good in but this. But the too. hair was good too. No, Sisu's More than once fur. while I was watching this, I thought to myself, man, I, had, I wish I had hair like Raya. <laughs> wish it flowed like yeah. that in the wind. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the color of Sisu's hair. Mm-hmm. I love that, too. <laughs> the rainbow sparkle. Mm-hmm. I think they did a reasonable job with... I don't know. There was some good... There was no music. Right, beyond, like... Score. Score. And... They got James Newton Howard for the score. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I mean, I guess it was better than the Pixar movies that we've been complaining about. But this was literally, like, not noteworthy. But also, play, music played absolutely no part in this. None. None. And it's not even a part of the story. Uh-uh. So, I'm okay with it was originally scheduled to be released 
November of 2020. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then they kept pushing it back. Mm-hmm. And this one actually, in the grand scheme of things, did not get pushed back that far. Mm-mm. Only like five months. It's five months. That's nothing in no. terms of COVID timelines. It received a buttload of nominations. I'm looking at this list. So, obviously mm-hmm. nominated for the Best Animated Feature 2020. Who won that one? Encanto. Okay. That was, it was up against Encanto, Luca, and Mitchells versus the Machines. And another, I think the, the other one was like an adult animation. Flea was the name of that one. And yes. This movie was um, completed at home by the filmmakers. Wow. It looks like, I mean, I don't have specifics on how they did it, but there is like a line here about it having been completed at home. Well, and looking at this list, they must not have, I mean, they probably tried really hard to keep it to a November release until the Mm -hmm. very last minute because they're competing against two other Disney movies, Mm -hmm. which I imagine was not the dream. No, Disney doesn't intentionally do that. It's happened a few times in the last couple of years, but that's just because we only, there's only so many, you know, there's so many things coming through the pipeline, but... Well, and Everything they'll run. They'll run a Disney property against a Pixar property because that's mm-hmm. kind so, of specifically. It's um, stated here that Daniel Day Kim recorded from home in Hawaii. Must be nice. Well, I mean Hawaii, <laughs> so it's not like he was getting in or right. out, and that's not what at he that said. Point in time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's interesting. Um, along those same lines, I know the Bob the Burgers, <laughs> Bob the Burgers movie, the the Bob's Burgers movie. They tried to do the same thing, have the voice actors work on it at home, and they had to re-record the whole thing. <laughs> so now, I don't know. <laughs> is that because the actors did not have adequate at-home studios i don't that would be i mean that seems (laughs) legitimate to me i mean i can imagine i can visualize disney being the kind of place that or the company that just sends everybody basically you know like you can buy a voice acting studio in a box basically basically like it looks like it looks like a um essentially it's like a porta potty (laughs) bigger but better yeah. acoustics probably <laughs> it, yeah oh yeah well obviously that's the whole point that's the um, whole point but uh yeah i could see disney being like it's just here you go <laughs> well daniel de kim has video game and cartoon credits yeah too. so i'm sure he's got the setup i'm so sure he Alan- already had the setup Alan Tudyk definitely does, because he's been doing video game stuff for a while, mm-hmm. I think. So, generally, if you see somebody who does a lot of like video game and cartoon credits for voice work, they probably have a studio set up at home, um, especially in recent years. And if you watch Selling Sunset, that is now an actual listed feature Mm. for housing in Mm -hmm. the L.A. area because, (laughs) we were. I was going to build one here, but then lumber prices went 
through the roof and it just can't I'm just a normal person I can't buy that I can't spend that much money on a two by four right it's, so it's I'm still else. in the office okay do we want to talk about this movie yeah okay what's your favorite part great father-daughter relationship in this yeah one. he trusts her from like the word go basically right well, and that whole training sequence at the beginning mm-hmm. was really lovely, and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that about it. I love... I mean, I could see it coming from a mile away, but I love, like, the whole process of bringing each character together from all the different parts. There was a nice um, variety... And mm-hmm. who those people were as people, mm-hmm. I liked that because we could have absolutely found a love interest in there too, mm-hmm. and did not, right. did yep. not, not didn't even try. Our big, strong, strapping men to save the day were a twelve-year-old boy and an ancient warrior, and he mm-hmm. was fabulous, mm-hmm. right? But, by and large, we were not... Nobody was saving. No one was saving anyone. Yeah. Right. Oh, Boone was ten years old. So, yeah, (laughs) like... What else was I going to say? I love... (laughs) There's, like, a line where Raya calls... um, Oh, I can't think of her name. Um, The other princess, basically. Namari. She calls her Princess Undercut. <laughs> I really like that. It was a good insult. <laughs> I think, honestly, the, I don't know what my problem was with um, this movie. So I've watched it several times, and I, I thought it was fine. Every single time. It's fine. I do feel like, and it is a kid's movie, so I get it. Um, I do feel like the whole people being frozen instead of killed thing is, makes it a bit of, like, <laughs> less of a, Even um, Sisu coming back stakes. is, right, like, there, there are no stakes because everybody mm-hmm. lives, and again, even mm-hmm. Sisu lives, the dragons mm-hmm. bring her back, so. Mm-hmm. But it's Disney, and. The yeah. only people who die in Disney are parents, usually at the very beginning. Like, you know. <laughs> it's okay. I get it. They're not, yeah. It's not going to be like bloody massacre in a Disney movie. No, it's fine. It's fine. But if this wasn't a Disney movie and it was the same story, I would be more upset by the froze, being people being frozen. James Newton Howard did win the BMI Film Award for the score. Okay. Uh, that seems to be... Uh, they won a Golden Tomato Award, which, I don't know. Is that Rotten Tomatoes? I have no idea. Y- y'all, this list of awards is longer than the rest of the page. 
So it was nominated for some shit. I feel like that always happens with Disney's. Yep, like... Rotten Tomatoes announced the Golden Tomato Awards in the year 2000. So this is an award that's been given for a while. I wonder what happened in the parks with this movie. Yeah, that's a good question. Is there anything? Is there going to be anything? Um, it is part of the projection show at Hollywood Studios. There was a meet in Disneyland with Raya. But again, this is like a weird time for that kind of thing because there was no... You weren't actually interacting with the character. They were just kind of standing nearby. <laughs> so i don't know if that played into any of it i don't know if it had any effect on things because like i don't see why disney would put a lot of money into a big character meet when the situation was what it was at the time no it just seems like so there are no plans for a sequel there are no i mean to be fair there's not really a sequel here. Right. And I mean, I I, I like it better when Disney doesn't do sequels for their movies. In general, mm -hmm. I agree. But it does, it does seem a little sad because uh, Sisu, like, mm -hmm. I, I would like, I would like a plush Sisu, please. Mm-hmm. With you that can get a extra plush fur, you can get that. It's probably can. Nine ninety eight on oh. Disney Store or shop Well, I'm sure it it's will. Twenty three inches. Twenty three for ten bucks. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's on sale. It was thirty dollars. Well, probably got to get it now before it goes away forever because this one. They tend to bring those things back at weird intervals That's true. sometimes. That's true. You can also get a Tuck Tuck thirteen inches for nine ninety eight. All the other stuff is still full price, so it's just the, the plush. But there's not a whole lot of merchandise here. There's not a whole lot of merch. There were... Uh, you know, and as we get a little farther in this series to Encanto, like, I think we'll be able to see the marketing differences. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I am sad for this movie mm -hmm. because through no fault of its own, right? it's just gonna die a slow, agonizing death. Well, you could buy the necklace, a plastic oh, okay. version at Target. See, that's not great merch. <laughs> no, that's not. I feel like Disney so often misses on, like, the, the really obvious pieces of merch. Sometimes, like, they made the necklace, but, like, they could have, like, it's $5 and it's made out of plastic. Like, just make a better version of that and you're good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the Baby Yoda scandal all mm -hmm. over. Right? How... Right, well, I, th I heard that the reason that they didn't do that with Baby Yoda was intentional because they didn't want anything leaking about it. 
about I mean, that being a character. Eh, maybe. And you can have plans ready to roll for that without... Yeah. Um, I mean, looking through what is available on the Target website, it did get, like, it feels like it got the full, um, the full attention to merchandise. You've got underwear, you've got all the books, multiple golden books, clothes, all sorts of stuff. I believe that they are, let's see, they are in the um, Disney Dorables line, so... That's kind of important. The what? It's their um, blind box thing. Mm. They're like little, like one inch, two inch maybe. Uh, I don't know, box I, I don't know, man. Disney merch is... And I mean, it's not like they just threw Raya in. It's Raya, Tuk Tuk, Sisu, and then the three monkeys. Which is pretty good representation considering what they usually have for a movie in those things. Okay. I, I would love to be a fly on the wall to hear how they dis- make these decisions. I wonder if they'll bring this one back. So, I know the vault isn't really a thing anymore, but it feels like... Well, that would require Disney to do smart things, I think. Mm-hmm. But they could always reboot the vault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how that would work with, like, Disney Plus and stuff. You know? New theater releases. New merch. If they wanted to, they could absolutely bring classics back. I guess so. But... It will die a sad, ignominious death. And I got not much else. How about you? <laughs> no, I really don't have much else. Which is funny because I feel like there was more of a story here than there was in some of the other stuff that we've mm-hmm. not had much to talk about. Well, that's the thing. The movie itself, again, it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's It's got a good story. The cast is good. It's... All of my children watched it. Mm -hmm. It did not become a repeat, but none of them were really at that Mm -hmm. repeat age. Not anymore. Yeah. So I think it's fine. We get what we get from this. Mm -hmm. But we did not get a very long episode. (laughs) (laughs) We get what we get, and it's not a long episode. That's what we get. (laughs) That's what we get. You know, at this point in time, after three years, I'm going to take this as a win. An episode where we don't actually have a whole lot to say means that even though it wasn't great, there wasn't anything bad about right. it either. Exactly. Exactly. That's, and that's it. Like, we don't end up talking about the good movies for very long. It was a good movie. Watch it. Let your kids watch it. I don't think there's any real age restrictions on this. Again, no. because it's low stakes. Nobody yeah. dies at the end. So and even like the big bad's not scary. 
It's just a purple cloud. It's a purple cloud. I mean, yeah. it is a little scary. But not like... But not like... Uh, it's not like uh, the Black Cauldron scary. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's not. So this movie, when it was released, the other movies it was released with were Chaos Walking. Do you know what movie that was? Mm-mm. This is the one with Tom Holland, um, where okay. it's like sci-fi, and when like males, you can see, you can hear their thoughts. Oh, okay. You know My husband has been telling me yeah. about this movie for months now that I desperately need to watch this one. Yeah. And then the other movie is um, Boogie. Literally, never heard of it. So it topped no the box office against those there two were no movies. other movies. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's see. Okay, so the domestic box office from March 2021, Raya and the Dragon, Tom and Jerry, Chaos Walking, Godzilla vs. Kong. Nobody, Boogie, The Courier, The Crudes, A New Age, The Marksman, and Wonder Woman 1984. Which had been released in December. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So. Um, I remember when Godzilla and Kong came out, only because I had a fair number of Godzilla and Kong memes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I marked time. I don't even what, know. What, that, what I didn't even memes? know that movie existed. So. <laughs> but I don't think anyone went to see it, is the whole point. Right, yeah. Like. You had to be somebody. You had 2021 movies had to have a reason for me to go and see them. I went and saw this movie because it was what was in the theater when I was finally able to go back to the movies. Right, because you had a personal reason. It was, Mm -hmm. I've got my shot, and now I Mm -hmm. can go and see a movie. Right. And then, I mean, what other movies did I even see in 2021? I don't even know. I mean, I went from a person who was going to the movies twice a month uh-huh. To, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, go and see Marvel movies, right? Because I don't want them spoiled. Because <laughs> I don't want them spoiled. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Like when we started this podcast, you and I both had regular movie mm-hmm. outings. By it was ourselves. like our mom it was time. A, it yeah. was our mom time. Exactly. We would go Tuesday night mm-hmm. when it was five dollars. Mm-hmm. And I could go and spend 10 bucks on candy and popcorn yep. and sit in a seat where no one was touching me or in the talking dark to me. or talking to me yep. for two hours mm-hmm. once a couple of times a month. That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was my bliss. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to think of what movies I have seen in the theater in the last couple of years. Let's see. Maybe I can go through my email and find my confirmations. <laughs> So I actually very consciously this year decided, well, I need to start doing that again. Mm-hmm. So I have seen Jurassic Park and some Marvels and went and saw Top Gun and, but it was, it, but I have to be clear about that. It was a very conscious, it is, it, it is time for me to reclaim some of my pre-pandemic activities as 
things that were valuable to me because I need to leave my fucking house because otherwise I'm going to turn into a hermit. And yeah, I'm pretty close anyway, so we got to do something over here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely a hermit. Um, <laughs> let's see what came out in April. I didn't see any of those. Nope. Didn't see any of those movies in the theater. Well, and I'll be honest, even this year, a big part of the problem that I have had is that there aren't that many good movies to go and see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't care. Even if we review it for this podcast, I was not going to go see Buzz Lightyear right, I in the theater. It. it wasn't going to happen. I went and saw In the Heights in the theater. That was probably the next movie I went and saw after this. Everything, everywhere, all at once was great. I I meant to go see that, and I just never got around to it. I didn't see Black Widow in the theater, because I decided to spend $30. I still haven't seen Black Widow for some Mm -hmm. weird-ass reason, because I didn't go and see it in the theater, and then it just kind of, oh, it was a movie. Yeah. Like... That's yeah. not that's not relevant for phase four. Who cares? Yeah, and it wasn't, and that's the thing. It wasn't relevant. I wasn't gonna get spoiled by anything in that movie. Um, yeah, I didn't see any of these movies in the theater. I'm into August, so I've seen two movies in 2021 at this point. Oh, I went and saw Shang Chi. And the legend oh, of the yeah. Ten Rings in the theater. Well, because again, so I'm Marvel. At three movies. Yeah. yeah Marvel. Three movies. three movies. October. No, and it wasn't until this spring that the blockbusters really started coming back because. Mm-hmm. I, I saw I, Eternals. It's right? So four. <laughs> okay. December. Spider-Man, No Way Home, five. I saw Encanto in the theater, six. I went and saw six movies in the theater in all of 2021, and that is not enough for me. Uh, (laughs) No, it's not. And so far this year, what have I seen? Doctor Strange, Thor, Jurassic Park... Top Gun again, Marvel or Blockbusters because that's what I'm here to go to a theater for. Even when, and it's it's not about the price. It's just I don't know. It's, it's I saw the bad guys in the theater. Did you? That was the first movie my son went back to the theater for because he loves the bad guys. And it was like the first movie that was in the theater that. Right. I wanted to take him to because that that's the other thing that happened when he was you know good to go back to the theater there was literally nothing in the theater to take him to no so. and we keep coming up against that over and over and over again that uh, you know I'm looking Top Gun was originally theatrical release was scheduled for July 12th, 2019, but they had production issues. 
Mm-hmm. And so postponed to June 26th, 2020. And then I'm sure when, well, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Couldn't even. But they made a deliberate choice to not release in 2021. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm, like, looking at what's coming up, and I don't even know. The only movie I can think of going to see in the theater coming up is Black Panther. Yep. Also a Marvel movie. We're here yeah. for Marvel movies. That's what <laughs> so we're watching in theaters. Take now. all my money, Disney. <laughs> you know, and... And, like, uh, I'm, I was the kind of person who would, literally, every Tuesday, I was like, is there anything I would even be kind of interested right. in seeing? Like, I saw a lot of crap in the theater <laughs> before COVID. Now I just don't go anymore. Right. Now I don't go. Now I have to have a really good reason to mm-hmm. go. Like, I probably will um, go see Nope. I, I was like. going to, but then I saw one of the previews at when I went to see Thor. I shot, uh-huh. I saw one of the previews, and I'm like, unless this is like the biggest misdirection in the history of trailers, I know exactly what happens in this movie. I hate that. I hate that trailers are the entire movie now. I mean, it's Jordan Peele, so I'm gonna I, have... I, I would expect that there would be a big misdirection, but I'm telling you, that trailer I saw... I know, I, I saw the same trailer, because I... Right. But... I, I mean... Shazam's coming. <laughs> I, don't my, I don't see myself going to a theater for a um, DC movie. I just don't. <laughs> I will probably... I think probably go see the new Avatar. You mean Avatar Waterworld? Yes. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> hey, listen. I was very excited about that movie over a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now, at this point, it's like cinematic blue balls. Yeah. So... Yeah. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch the movie and chances are good. I'll be honest. My expectations at this point in time are not high because it's been 20 years. I don't Has it been that long? No. I don't know. I I feel compelled to look now. I'm Googling, but my, my computer, 2009. So not quite 20 years. 13. They've been very long 13 years, Sarah. The movie is now a tween. <laughs> and it's going to be awkward and prepubescent, right? It's going to have backne. I I mean <laughs> I can tell you I was not I was not like blown away by Avatar when it came out. I still to this day like, I just can't wrap my head around the fact that Disney decided to put money into this IP and build an entire part of their parks for it. Like, it was an okay movie. Yeah. The the effects were amazing. Mm-hmm. The cast, such as they were, I mean, it was well acted. But this... in the end, it was still Dances with Wolves and Fern Gully. That's correct. <laughs> 
that's correct. So. And and now we have Waterworld. Waterworld, yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know. Something, I don't know. There needs to be something to get me to go to the theater. I, something's going to have to shake out to get me to go back with any kind of regularity, even for $5 Tuesdays. That's not Marvel. I mean, because mm-hmm. that's, uh, again, I'll go, I'll go for certain things, but yeah, it's, it's, it's rough. And I don't, next episode, we're reviewing the Mitchells and the Machines, which yeah. is absolutely spectacular. Yes. Probably be another short episode. Mm-hmm. Very excited about it. Mm-hmm. What? I will complain about next week, too. But this time, definitely, is that I can't get... Because it was a Netflix film. I can tell you how much, roughly, they spent on it. No one will ever know if this movie would could have been considered a commercial success. And I think that... While we're not in the wild west of throwing a bunch of money at people for Netflix series that may or may not pan out, and I mean, I'm not going to name names, but there's the Obamas, and then there's the Windsors, and... Okay, I guess I am naming a few names. There's a bunch of shit we were supposed to get from Netflix that they have now canceled because some idiot on Wall Street does not understand how subscription retention works. Mm-hmm. So, I think what we're left with is film is never going to be like it was before. And I don't know if this is that great. Mm-hmm. What goes to Hollywood, or I guess the big screen, what gets commercially produced is no longer original fare. Right. It's all that that stuff. Existing. If 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 we're gonna make it, we do it on a streaming platform. Mm-hmm. And. If it does well, we're not going to tell anybody. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't do well, we're not going to tell anybody either. We just won't renew. Mm-hmm. Right? Like. Yeah. You don't get a sequel if you did a bad job. If right. you If you made a Knives Out, we'll give you two sequels. And. But we're not going to talk about how those do either. Mm-hmm. So, I think we, I mean, uh, COVID changed a lot of things. And this thing, this is a thing, and, you know, we have, we have a few more movies in this series, and then I don't know what we're going to do next after that, but I'm feeling like I don't want to do current stuff for a while because Mm -hmm. it's not going to be good. There isn't enough. Yeah, I agree. So. So, movies suck. Movies suck. Hollywood They're not sucks. getting our money. Everything's terrible. Well, and again, we've talked <laughs> about the amount of money that they are throwing away on all of this right now. Anyway, I just, it's, it's terrible. 
it's all I just I don't know want something good I, yeah I want I want a sci-fi movie that's not Thor I want to like things again I would like <laughs> some dragons for no other reason than to have some dragons right and, and they don't even have to be around all that much either like mm -hmm. I would like movies to be exciting again me and too they're and just they're not, not. They're not. <laughs> mm -hmm. they are not all right well on that note that utterly completely depressing note <laughs> uh final verdict out of five i'll give this one a five okay i like this one a lot i think i think this one gets like a four four and a half from me four and a half i'll, I'll commit mm -hmm. my my ops manager gets so mad <laughs> when i throw up multiple numbers she's like briar i can't write that down i have to write down multiple things when you do that shit so I'm, I'm gonna give it a solid four and a half all right good good and um yeah so again next time around the mitchells versus the machines and uh let us know if you have suggestions for our next series because we will entertain some suggestions for i don't know nostalgia or better movies than the ones we've been making lately <laughs> all right it's latchkey movies on instagram and facebook latchkeymovies.com and if you would like to leave us a lovely voice note, that number is 402-885-4875. And we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.